are listening to the Connections Through Creativity podcast. Here, we dive in deep into personal growth, creativity, inclusion, education, mental health, entrepreneurship, connection, community, and how we can make a positive impact. I'm your host, Rebecca Jane, founder of Rebecca Jane Art, a community director creating and helping others create radical change in their community with a love of living a creative life through joy, growth, and making a positive impact in the world. Art is the catalyst for creating connections. Everyone is an artist and everyone deserves a safe place to feel and be creative, included and heard. When we create connections through creativity, we are opening an inclusive environment to improve mental health, education, creativity in our community. If you would like to become a certified Rebecca Jane Art Inclusive Community Art Instructor to make a radical impact in your community, please visit RebeccaJaneArt.ca. Are you ready? Let's get creative. Let's imagine for a moment that Wonder Woman didn't acknowledge her powers. She was jealous that she couldn't run like the Flash or complain that she only had this silly lasso and never bothered to use it because she didn't believe in herself. What if she felt too underqualified to join the Justice League? What if she stayed on her island because of fear, lack of confidence, and the unknown? Even though she had a burning desire to help people and the badass skills to do it, what would happen if she didn't recognize her own superpowers? Is your skin crawling yet? (laughs) It seems totally crazy to think that Wonder Woman not feeling confident enough to, to own her superpowers. That's crazy. To see her hiding in her house, staying in her own lane and denying her intense powers that literally make her who she is to give her the capability to literally be a superhero and save people. It's illogical because she oozes with confidence. She's constantly learning and developing her skills and she totally owns those powers. Let me ask you, what would you do if you owned your powers? I spent a long time wondering how I could make a positive impact through my business. I didn't know how or believe that I already had the skill set to make a meaningful difference. But little did I know before I started my business, by taking my passion, experience, and expertise, I was creating a radical impact for my community. I could have ignored my superpowers, stayed home, but no. I learned them and went, and I'm constantly discovering new skills. Wonder Woman might not have chosen to be a certain way or have certain experiences just like us. However, she chooses and lives in the powers these experiences gave her to save the world. I'm the type of person that wants to make a huge impact and do great things. I actually... When I was in high school, uh, I think it was at the very end of grade 12, and I was standing in the line at Starbucks, 
and I don't even remember how or what happened, but I had a conversation with the woman behind me in line, and she asked me, naturally, because what else do you ask a grade 12 graduate, what are you going to do when you grow up? What are you going to do now? And I just, I don't know what came over me. I probably was very tired of the question, to be totally honest. And I just said, great things. But when I said that, I literally like felt it in my stomach. I was like, damn girl, you're going to do great things. And I had no idea what that meant at the time. But even saying that, like I still have a hard time seeing my superpowers seeing the things that I'm really awesome at and owning it. Chances are you are too. So I'm going to let you know how I discovered my superpowers and how I own them to make the greatest impact. When I started my business, I honestly, I didn't know what I was going to do or how I was going to do it. I just knew that it had to be fulfilling and had to make a difference. I decided that a good place to start was with the things that I was really good at I loved and had the most experience in. And as I gained that confidence in what I was doing, exploration and expansion were much easier. Confidence in myself has honestly been the biggest challenge for my business. It's taken a lot of self-care and development to to realize my superpowers. It's hard to recognize them, honestly, especially when I care so much about growth. So I have four things that I practice regularly to remember my own superpowers. My first one, ask your people. Utilize the people in your life. I listen to the language that people use to describe me, the things they admire about me and respect. I consider the thoughts and descriptors that they use that are said by the by my people, my community, my friends, family, clients, in my business, or a job. The things that are often, these are things that I, I often, like, just would never notice about myself. I do them extraordinarily, but, like, they seem totally normal to me. So I, they're, they're just, like, things that I just do. And, and other people see them much differently. I have outrightly asked my friends questions about myself before, but I normally keep it subtle, (laughs) just listening and hearing them talk about me or pay extra attention if I get a compliment. Reviews from clients are super helpful for this practice because it's okay to outrightly ask. (laughs) Like at the end of your classes or courses, you can outrightly ask for reviews, um, if you ask your friends, family to give you, they just like, they give you funny looks. (laughs) Um, but sometimes like I literally just need that like boost. So it's, I I don't know, whatever. I just ask, (laughs) um, note that right now my focus in this context is about positive things, things, um, things that are good about me, things that I do well. Um, things that are not so good or developing stones, (laughs) they are really good things to note and to use to help grow. But right now we're, I'm just focusing right now. This is just the purpose. It's positivity, things that we do really well. So remember and remember to ask yourself, is this the truth? 
By listening to other people, I can utilize my powers by getting an outside by getting an outsider's view because we don't always see it ourselves. I've realized how adaptable I am. I've learned how most people actually can't manage a classroom full of children on the autism spectrum. Who knew? But <laughs> but I love it and I own it like a boss and it was never a second thought for me to start a class for kids with autism because I knew I was really good at working with kids with autism. Why not have a full class, right? Like that was just something that I just did and people at the end of my parents at the end of the class were just like, wow, how did you do that? <laughs> so it's just to hearing other people even just recognize that it's something that I just do really well, right? I, so, uh, I realized, or I rather I, sh I knew I was creative, but I kind of more started to own it because of people's telling me, I realized, um, I also realized the strength that it takes to take risks and to get things wrong, but get up and try again. I realize a lot through listening to what other people say about me and realizing isn't enough though. I also had to take it in, accept it and own it, which is a whole process on its own sometimes. An outsider's perspective is important. Having that support system and encouragement to push us to greatness is key. My practice is switching my thinking to what my best friends would say about me. If you were walking onto a stage and your biggest fan or your very best friend who loves and adores everything you do was introducing you, what would they say? So the second thing is follow what you love. If you don't love doing it, it's probably not something, or if I don't love doing it, it's probably something that, not something that I want to do or own. Even if it's super cool, super awesome. If Wonder Woman didn't like her lasso, she wouldn't use it. She wouldn't want to use it or she wouldn't want to improve on it. There's no point wasting your time on things that don't bring you joy. So take note of those things. A great example for me was reading to children. I always loved reading to children, but I rarely had the opportunities to do so. But trust me, when I, got, when I did get the opportunity, I jumped on it and I loved every single second of it. When my son was born, I loved reading to him. I still do, of course, but what I, I still really wanted to read in front of a group of children because I realized it wasn't just one-on-one. -on -one. It was always, well, it's both. I, was, <laughs> I get the one-on-one -on -one with my son, but I really still craved reading in front of a group of children. It's just a different dynamic. So I realized um, one day, like, hey, I can do whatever I want with my business. So let's try making an art class combining books and art. And then I did. I turned um, a class into my preschool class into an art and literacy class where we read the book and we create art projects based on the art and topic um, because I followed that spark of joy. I'm able to provide meaningful, educational, and unique classes for my community. Similarly, I also 
wanted to work with adults or older adults. So I took some gerontology classes in school and I loved it. And um, I found out where I live, New Brunswick, um, it has a like a very high rate of older adults. Um, I I don't I I should have looked up. I don't know the exact like rates, but I'm pretty sure there are more older adults than younger. No, that's like a fact. There's the older more older adults than there are like kids um, in New Brunswick. So I found a people to serve in my community, which really excited me. So at the time. I was in school, like I said, I was, I just went out and to seniors homes and I would sing or play music with my friend. Uh, later now, uh, this has turned into creating community-based inclusive art, community art classes in the local senior center. And I love it so much. <laughs> so what I'm saying is just go and find what you love. It doesn't have to be, um, something that or or it could be something that you didn't have opportunities to do before uh it doesn't have to be it could be um but it just whatever brings brings you joy so art and teaching art was readily available from an active readily available geez (laughs) a readily available activity for me got a little tongue-tied there um and uh i followed I followed that desire, that joy and love. That was something that I was already doing, but I followed that anyway through my business. Um, if you don't know, just try making a list. Write out all the things that bring you joy. It could be super simple as even just drinking tea or love nature or mental health or reading like in my story or working with a demographic that you always wanted to work with or or maybe you love steam projects or you want to create cool comic books or just whatever it is what brings you joy just go and make a list um the third one is give yourself credit so notice what you're good at notice your growth um the other night i redid my local community website page and class listings <laughs> again <laughs> and I'm always updating everything on my website constantly <laughs> um when I went to bed I realized that I had just done that in a few hours with almost no hiccups no issues at all it was easy efficient and I did it I, I, like I even did new things which I managed to figure out in a matter of minutes now, if you could have seen me when I started my business, uh-uh. <laughs> it was hair- a hair-pulling nightmare, but no way in how was it getting in the way of me starting my business. No way, no how. On the flip side, <laughs> the feeling of a compliment, a com- oh, I'm getting a lot, a lot of tongue ties with A's tonight. I'm not sure. <laughs> um, accomplishment after... If, you know, um, after all that hair hair pulling, (laughs) it was so great. I felt so accomplished and I actually love playing around with my website and creating new things online. I really do. But it was a crazy, crazy ride getting there. 
so now if you've asked me now if I was technically inclined, like even earlier that day, I'd probably laugh in your face if you'd ask me that because it's ridiculous. <laughs> Um, but now, honestly, I might reconsider laughing. <laughs> Maybe I'm not necessarily technically inclined, but I do absolutely need to give myself tons of credit, tons more credit, because of that immense amount of knowledge that I've gained and the skills that I've learned since I started my business. I still say how little I know because there is just so much that I'm still learning and getting better at, but I need to remember to give myself credit. This is a practice that gives me confidence. It propels me forward to learning more. Um, I take the time to notice the things that I've learned, the things that I love doing now, even though it was a really hard time getting there or I wasn't sure about, because even through the difficult times, it was some, still something that I loved and thrived in. And another example is taking risks. Um, I've gone with many ideas um, <laughs> that just didn't work at all. But whatever, I just did it. And it didn't work out. It didn't feel aligned. Whatever. Let's move on to the next thing and see if that works. I'm really good at doing that. But in the moment, do you think that feels good? <laughs> no. <laughs> it feels like crap. Um, realizing that, um, I'm super, er, realizing that it's, uh, like it wasn't good, <laughs> um, for any list of reasons, but moving forward, it's a skill and I've taken the time to recognize that. So to see how far I've come. So take the time for yourself to give yourself credit and see what you're proud of that you learned see what you what you're proud that you learned or recognize that skill set that you've learned right so four own what you do not others the more you own your superpowers the more you can inspire others to do the same and the more others can do it if you live in a scarcity mindset you'd be so focused on what other people think or what everyone else is doing better than you or that others are jealous, you're jealous. It's just like art. Our superpowers are not limited. If you own your superpowers, there aren't less superpowers to go around. There isn't less art or creativity for people if you use it. No, it's exactly the opposite. It actually breathes life into other people. It inspires people. And if you choose to sit in, if, like if they choose to sit in jealousy and the scarcity mindset because you're living your best life, that is not at all your responsibility. You can only be responsible for yourself, for your actions. So why waste your time on being less than your best to please others? Because it's not doing anybody any favors. Be your best because it will only inspire others to be the best too. Creativity inspires creativity. So own your superpowers. <laughs> Remember to listen to your friends, to, to your reviews, ask, is this the truth? <laughs> Follow what you love and live in it. Give yourself credit. 
You deserve to give yourself credit and see how far you've come. See what you've created and the skills that you've developed along the way. Own your superpowers and let others own theirs. You are only responsible for your own person, just like they are responsible for theirs. There are enough superpowers for everyone, and there is enough creativity for everyone. So let yours shine. (laughs) If you would like to be on the Connections Through Creativity podcast, send me a message at RebeccaJaneArt at Outlook.com. Remember, my name's Rebecca, (laughs) R-E-B-E-K-A-H. Talk soon. Thank you for joining me today. If you would like to become a certified inclusive community art instructor to make a radical impact in your community, please visit RebeccaJaneArt.ca. All of the links from this episode are in the show notes. If you love this episode, please leave a review on iTunes and be sure to follow me on Facebook and Instagram to stay up to date on everything at Rebecca Jane Art. I'd love to hear from you. Until next time, happy creating.